This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome back to the UF Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. What's going on? What's the haps? It's always great to be back here. I'm enjoying my summer. It's been really great. Our benefits episode, I just wanted to say thank you to the benefits subscribers. I got so many nice DMs, such amazing feedback. So that one's out. That one's out. That right one's now. out. Yes. You, and this was probably the most personal, as personal as you yes, could get. Yes, as personal as I've gotten, especially in real time. I'm not going to talk about it here. If you want to listen, it's $2.99 a month. Also, you know, a lot of people don't like the ads. You also get no ads if you listen to the, um, if you subscribe to the show. It's $2.99 a month. You can hear this episode. Again, this isn't to even promote the episode. I just really did want to say thank you to the subscribers because I got so many really nice messages and so many messages of people going through similar things. And it was just really, felt really good to to hear from people. I'm, I knew that was going to happen. I, yeah. I mean, you knew too. I yeah. mean, we, we both right. knew, you know, that that was going to be, you know, hit people right in the, the heartstrings and make people feel good. And I thought it was... Uh, it was great. I, episode, I yeah. you know, as as uh, it was, you did a good deed. I think, as much as it doesn't feel that way, you know, so you, right. we we never want to give ourselves credit for like, you know, when we say we solve dating, we're saying that jokingly. Like, right. you know, we don't know shit. We're giving our opinion. We're giving a perspective. Hopefully, that helps you. But this is one of those where I was like, you've definitely helped a lot of people. I think. Yeah, and I mean, the, the people that I did hear from definitely seemed like they they were happy that I shared it. Yeah. So if you want to check out You Up With Benefits, we release two bonus episodes a month, two ninety nine. I think it's a very, very good price point for what you get. It's a great deal. Yeah. Yeah, and also you get it a day early. So oh, yeah, that some too. People I forgot about are, that. Yeah, some yeah. people are listening right now in our Chicago shows tonight. Maybe they're using this as their pregame uh, mm-hmm. to the Chicago show. If you're not and it's Wednesday and you're listening... Thank you for coming to the Chicago show. That was sold out weeks in advance. Yes. Um, we were so excited. I'm excited now to go. Yeah, I mean, we haven't technically gone yet, but we know it's going to be a great show. It's definitely going to be great. When, when, when a show sells out in advance, before the plane touches down in the city, exactly. you're going to have a great show. And it also gives us the the little bump of adrenaline and energy that we need to really, you know continue to put our heart and soul into yeah. it. Uh, yeah. The, the, to say it doesn't get you going a little <laughs> yeah. bit more when it's sold out, it, it'd be a lie. Of you know, course, we yeah. all, we, yeah. So we're pumped about Chicago. I'm sure it was wonderful and great and great energy. And we have so much great stuff planned for it. But in addition, we have a New York show. That's our yes. finale, our grand our last finale, show. our last show. There's tickets left, Maddie. There are tickets left as of There's, as of this recording of this of this episode. As of now, so you gotta go go to youup.betches. or what what the fuck? I did do betches.co slash youuplive. There's a few different it. ways you could get there, but betches.co slash youuplive is what I use from memory to find the tickets. Yeah, I got lost on the URL highway just now. Um, yeah, go <laughs> betches.co slash youuplive. Get the tickets. Assemble yes. the group chat. This is for everybody. We want our New York show to be just as 
popping. You know, this is our homecoming. This exactly. Is, so you got to get it and together we, and get the tickets now. And we were in Austin last week. Great show. Great energy. Such Aust a fun time. Austin was fantastic. I really enjoyed that show. Same. We had that a great, was it was really great. We were hitting on all cylinders, it felt like. And the audience just brought it. They were there. They were ready. They were participating. They were ready to go. Audience brought it. Big time. I yes. would I would uh, totally agree. Um, so anything else going on at Betches that, that we want to know about? You got, you know, um, I've, oversharing. Got, I've got oversharing, which is out every Tuesday. You can listen to that. A lot of people have described it almost like a bridge between their therapy sessions. Okay. <laughs> Something to get, <laughs> get them, them through. through the hump. <laughs> yeah. Um, which I, you know, personally, I'm not, I'm not a therapist. My sister is. So I think it's great. You get, you know, you get a lot of her wisdom there. And for me, you got to take, you take the edge. I think of it as like therapy, but I've, I'm taking the edge off of it a little bit for you. Well, I, I listen. I'm a fan. Love the show. What I love about it is you are our proxy. Right. You know, you get to be the, you get to ask the questions to your sister, mm -hmm. who's also a therapist that maybe I would imagine in therapy, you go, I'm holding back a little. Some people right. hold back a little. Some people are like, I don't want to be judged by the therapist. That, I can understand that. Yeah. And you get to ask the questions like I, I'm, I love saying to people, this might be a stupid question right. because then it frees me to literally ask anything. At least I'm acknowledging it's a stupid fucking question. Totally. And, you know, I'll get to air the the things, like you said, the, the things that are, you know, you feel a little weird airing to your therapist because you're like, does this make me look bad? Like we mm. had a, there's a good example of an upcoming episode. It's not out yet. It might be by the time we um, release this where we're talking about like, you know, how to deal with someone's being defensive and you're giving them, you know, you're, you're unhappy with a partner and you're giving them feedback and they're being defensive. Mm. And, you know, part of it is about trying to resolve the issue. But then I'm also like, there's another part of you that kind of wants to punish the person. There's a, there's someone wrote in about their boyfriend was texting all during dinner. Okay. Because he wanted to go make plans with his friends after. And she thought it was rude. Mm -hmm. And she, you know, she's like, I, and I talked to him about it. And he got extremely defensive. He said, I didn't even want to go to this dinner anyway. I'm just going out with my friends. And I'm like... Yeah, you want to you wanna bring it up to him in a way that like you can have a normal conversation and you're not attacking him. But there's another part of you mm. that wants to be like, I want you to suffer a little bit. I want you to hate this <laughs> dinner because or, you're making me hate this dinner. Yeah, or I want you to like feel really bad. Yes. It's not just that I want to resolve it. I also want you to feel bad. So, uh, you know, yes. the little uh, things that you get into. That's, yeah. And that's a hard thing to kind of admit to it's uh, and you're doing that for the audience right. in that scenario. Yeah. That's the goal. That's the position. People want to be a fly on the wall for right. that type of conversation. Speaking of fly on the wall though, and people being a part of your conversation, sure. your solo conversation, your Ted talk is out now. The I'm, I'm so excited. The TED Talk is out, but, uh, I think. <laughs> okay. So let me just preface this with, I was told it would be out, but and then you, they do the thing where I'm not allowed to tell you. I hate the people that go on Instagram. Something's Big, coming. Some, ooh, stop the, the news presses. <gasps> Somebody has something coming that's big and it's never big. Yeah, it's I never, that. I hate it so much. So I'm not doing that. I'm not doing like, we got a big treat for you guys. You don't have a. It's only a treat for you. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. There's nobody I follow on Instagram. That I'm like, oh, a treat. I, I can't wait to find out yeah, what, what the no. launch is. A treat from the woman's ass that I follow? <laughs> a big treat? Yeah. What's coming? Yeah. It's so, listen. It's my new line <laughs> of shampoo. I, right. <laughs> I'm the new face of a bug spray company. Yes. You know, like, I got something stupid. So I, 
The TED Talk should be out. And if you want to go watch it, it is, um, I think it is, to me, it works and you've seen it. Uh, I sent you the screener, so to speak. Yes. Um, And you can disagree, agree with me. I think it's a good commercial for how we talk on this podcast. It's, yeah, it's amazing for that. And what I was thinking when I was listening to it is like, it is the perfect, it is exactly like what a TED Talk by comedian should be. Oh, thank you. It's funny. You learn a little something, you get a little insight, and you walk away kind of feeling like that was like, however long it was, well spent. Oh, good. Uh, That is 18 minutes. I use the full 18. They give you 18. 18 minutes. I thought it was going to be under because I was practicing it in comedy clubs. So, you know, comedy club set is 15 minutes. Comedy seller is 15 minutes. So Mm. I was like getting done around 14 at the club, but it also... Doesn't, react to the audience a little bit right yeah. and also i'm only doing i only did like a part portion of it because i would work on a portion and then be like okay that's what i can get in at a comedy club i couldn't get into like the you know the personal stuff the through line of it because right. you know at a comedy club you do like and here's you know you're talking about feelings and someone's like what the fuck is this shit you know <laughs> talk about your cock you know like you know you feel awkward even though you shouldn't but okay. the response in clubs was Pretty Usually amazing. my role when I go to see a stand-up. I'm just the one screaming that. <laughs> yeah, that's Jordana. <laughs> Where we want the balls! <laughs> <laughs> Who got that woman the tickets? Uh, Jared's co-host That's is Jared's here. friend. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, that's not me. I'm very quietly sitting in the back. Uh, <laughs> um, so I'm excited. So it's out and, if, and uh, kind of as a partner to it, I have a whole five-part YouTube series. Oh, awesome. And, and it's all the behind the oh, scenes. Right, behind the scenes stuff. For, and yes. I've been kind of trickling that over time. There's a fifth part that came out uh, a couple days after the TED Talk came out. So right now on my YouTube page, youtube.com slash Jared Freed, there's a five-part series from Reno and the surrounding areas. And then the TED Talk, I think, is on TED's pages. I don't know. Again, this is right. where I feel stupid because I'm not a Ted guy. Like, But, you, you know, I'll have the link will be in my bio, that type of stuff. It'll be on my link tree. It'll be the link is out there. I'll be sharing it like crazy because, you know, there's a part of me, you know, anytime I do something, I'm like, you know, you, you have this thing and that you go. And I thought I've been thinking this for since day one of doing comedy is like, maybe this is the thing. That you know, right. I'll remember brings when you they, to something else, to something yes. else, or make uh, the thing I'll remember. They'll go, "What was yeah. the one thing that really took you off?" And people might be listening. This is a going, big deal. You got a you got a TED talk, right? It's like almost like, do you know what I mean? It's a parody of itself in a good way. Yeah, true. It's like you know what I mean. It it's has like, it's the like branding. If I imagine it's like if you are a rocket scientist, yes. and you're like, do you know what I mean? People are like, "Welcome to my TED." And it's like, well, he's no rocket scientist. Well, it's like, well, I actually am. Yeah, right. I actually do have a TED talk. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I got that reaction from uh, like I it's funny because you post things all the time and I feel like I've talked about the TED talk for a long time on this podcast but you know people don't give a shit about me you know like they you know the the people we follow are passive I've had people like what you know like you and it's a little insulting but I (laughs) but I uh, you know I've gotten a lot of those over the past you know month like we're They'll see like it's very what? legitimizing, yeah. A little bit. I, I I'm just interested to see what happens. Okay. Maybe it'll blow up. Maybe it won't. That's what it well, is. Well, now That's the you can put it on your resume, regardless. Jared, it's Freed, on the resi. Comma, Ted, Ted Talker. Talker. <laughs> Welcome it to my Ted to, Talk. Yeah, it used to be just Jared Freed Talker. 
<laughs> now you're a TED talker. That's right. That's next level. Um, people, let's get into the show. I'm, I'm on the road. If you're listening right now, I mean, this is, I'm leaving for my big vacay, but don't worry. We will be back next week. We're going to have episodes no matter what. Um, but I'm on the road. First of all, the New York City show, that's our big finale. Dayton, Ohio, Brooklyn, New York, Washington, D.C., Royal Oak, Michigan, Albany, New York, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Timonium, Maryland, Richmond, Virginia. I got more dates coming. Jaredfree.com, Jaredfree.com. Back to work. That's and, right. And this after is your this last big trip. aired episode before your trip. I'm very excited Thank for you. you to go on the trip. Do I post a lot or do I really hold back? Do I act like I've gone off the grid? What I do you think, think you post a medium amount. Medium. Yes. Yeah, you're right. I think you're right. You know, don't overdo it. Don't become one of those people we hate. I know. But. I even made a gif. Going on vacation can turn you into a monster, though. Absolutely. And I, But I mean, I was telling you about it with the honeymoon. It's like everything you post, you're like, is this obnoxious? Is, is this a little bit? <laughs> At least you yeah. have a sounding board of your husband. <laughs> I'm going to be turning to my phone going, is this too much phone? And then the phone's going to go, post this. Post it. <laughs> The phone's here to yeah. the, the phone's here to stay relevant. You have a you have an extra battery pack because you're addicted to me. Post Don't you dare it. put no. me down. Yeah. Don't you dare enjoy this for one second without holding me. No. That's right. It's like my Leave me in the room. What do you think this is? This is our honeymoon. What do you think you are? Yeah. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows what are we talking about today jordana today we're talking about pre-marriage instagram etiquette Ooh, okay i think we should it's a little that's a little vague so i think we should read the the email let's get we'll figure it. it out okay J&J, love you both, and the podcast makes me less miserable while I work for at least an hour and a half every week. We should put that on the poster of the show. Makes me less miserable. For Random listener. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> for at least an hour and a half. Right. And then I go back to being miserable. <laughs> My boyfriend and I have been together a year and a half, living together for a year, and are planning a courthouse wedding in the next few months. Okay. We're both 27, met when we were freshmen in college, and reconnected at 25 after I tweeted about how shitty Tinder was, and he slid into the DMs. We immediately hit it off, and as they say, the rest is history. I like that. Mm -hmm. Now, here's my question. What is the post-single life, know you're with the one that you get one and getting married Instagram etiquette? My boyfriend has an absurd follow list follower list if you ask me lol i mean 1700 something of the majority of random hot chicks he's tried to hook up with just thought they were hot etc cetera, etc cetera. <laughs> so he's so saying he follows 1700 random hot chicks following 1700 is a lot that's a lot 
Yeah, I, I used to. It's time to do an audit. I think it might be, but you know, back in the day, remember it would be like, like on Twitter, it used to be like, you know, your ratio. Right. And there was like, you know, I, I remember thinking the a ratio lot. ratio was the thing on Instagram too. Is it? I think. I, I, I remember there was a point where I would hear about, the only time I care about a ratio is when I get followed by someone, then you see that they follow 100,000 followed by 100,000. I'm like, this right. person's an actual insane fucking person. Right. That to me is like, very lame lame yes yes follow zeros lame follow a hundred thousand lame yes both lame agreed unless you're beyonce yes you follow like one person which is not me okay <laughs> i trust him if you're listening beyonce <laughs> i'm Jordana waiting. invites you yes i trust him and know nothing is going on but it still gives gives me the ick thinking we're going to be married and he still follows these girls from pre-us I don't know. it's funny that she calls them like the pre us girls well because i there was something i realized many years ago i realized that you could see or maybe they i don't know if they, they still do this that. they got rid of that i was on top of that they okay. got rid of that years ago <laughs> so they would say so when you yes. went to someone who they followed you could see the last person they would they would put it in chronological chronological it order. would tell you who liked the picture which of your friends liked a random picture even if you didn't follow the person so it would show you like their activity. So it would be like the act. It would be no, like, I'm talking about something else. I'm uh, talking about when, when like, like if Mike followed someone, okay, you could see who the last person they followed was. Oh, if you clicked the follower list, if, if you clicked the, who they followed, like if you click on that 1700 yeah. number for this woman, you would see like, okay, that's why she's like before we dated, okay. after we dated. So it's like I see. You could see like, okay, I'm checking after. from, you know, we're taping on the, you know, on the 27th of July. Did uh, you know Who I can see following after and that? then the next day if they follow someone new, the top of the list would be the newest person. Right. I don't know. Is that still a thing? I don't think that's still a thing. I don't think that's still a thing, I guess. I think maybe like the algorithm goes back and forth. I don't think it's like a sure thing. It's not a, I don't think so either anymore. Let me I'm looking at who I follow. No, it's definitely not. Oh, sort by default. But for yours, not for someone else's. Let's go see. to someone else. Go to like Let me go to yours. Mine. Okay, hold on. Little little experiment here for the stalkers amongst us. Um, so I'm going to you follow. Oh, your ratio, my God! I don't follow that many people, but no. more than one. <laughs> <laughs> more than it is, you know, Beyonce. Yes. Um, so you for who you're following, I just see people that we have in common. Let me go to go to go to following. Who you're following? Yeah, click the follow. Is that what you're um, saying? That's what like, I'm that's saying. What... like I'm like that's the top of the oh. people that aren't. Okay, but is that person recent? No, I have to say, but okay, the the after the mutuals, the new people are actually the most recent people I followed. Really? Yes. A lot of guys listening right now are like, <gasps> I know. Now I need to go to Mike. Gotta- <laughs> Mike, it's gotta get- <laughs> save yourself. Let's go. <laughs> too- oh man, it's too late for him. Yeah, <laughs> this episode doesn't come out for a week. Okay. It's over for him. It's hilarious. Okay. <laughs> That's good to know to the audience well, listening. But it, I feel like they changed that a lot. Or there'd be no way for, for you to know, right? W- Are those the most recent people I follow? I guess unless you were... Keeping up with you it. You were consistently yeah. checking. And yeah. it sounds like this person is. Yes. Because they wrote in, you know, pre... Yeah, so she's checking a lot. Yeah. Okay. I trust him and know nothing is going on. Really? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Sounds like you trust him. But it still kind of gives me the ick thinking we're going to be married and he still follows these girls from Prius. Is it unfair of me 
to ask him to go through and unfollow all of them. Wow, all of them. All of them? Throw away your whole collection. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be, that would be so funny to have them do it like, like you're cleaning out, you're doing like cleaning out your closet. Mm, Can I keep this one? (laughs) Can I keep big booty bath, please? (laughs) She still my favorite. Um, we've had the discussion and he doesn't care about unfollowing and has unfollowed the ones he's seen pop up on his feed, but there are still so many. (laughs) (laughs) And my moments of insecurity, I've searched for a random girl's name and his followers, and there will be a large amount of girls and half the time they don't even follow him back. So she's just searching Jessica. Yeah. And then seeing all the Jessicas and then just like browsing them every so often. Yeah. It's in her head. These aren't supermodel influencers with thousands of followers, those I don't care about, but the everyday girls like me. I could see that. Any advice or sage wisdom would be appreciated. I, I see where she's coming from, where she's like, the it's the everyday girls. Those are the ones that you got to worry about. Well, let's admit to the email she just wrote. Okay. Okay. There's something very specific she says in her email that relates very much to what she's asking. Mm-hmm. You ready? Yeah. When we met, we're freshmen in college, reconnected at 25 after I tweeted about how shitty Tinder was and he slid into the DMs. That's how they met. That's how they met. Right. So it's like it's like being the other woman. You know, you're now worried about the other women. But it's not. But I think what you would have to know is that's not if he was single at the time, that's not really like being the other woman. No, but right. she, he also was. I mean, look at she was one of many. He right. goes, the majority my boy, an absurd follower list, uh, majority of random hot chicks he tried to hook up with. Just they uh, just thought they were hot, et cetera, et cetera. So that's someone like right. her. Yeah. You know, that's exactly her. She's just the one it worked on. Exactly. <laughs> okay. She's the one where they had they had gone to college together and they had a back, that's you know, an background together. Point. I didn't even think of that. That is all that that's where her insecurity lies right. because she's like, these are all not even that he tried with them and now I'm second place. It's more it worked with me, right. and now he's keeping. He's doing? Yeah, yeah, he's keeping this. You know, this. It's like when the Bachelor, you know, goes. You know, has casting calls. If you apply to the Bachelor, you're in their. You're in their Rolodex forever, and right. they call you back. They go, "Hey, we got an opening on Paradise." Got, exactly. <laughs> so this guy, this sure, her concern, and I'm not saying her concern isn't valid. I'm just saying let's admit. Okay. That a part of her concern is like, this is how you dated me. This is how you have shown you know how to pick up women. Right. You, it worked with me. And now you're keeping around these people that have similar follower accounts to me. Okay. And they're, you know, you following them is an admission that at some point you thought they were attractive enough to follow or maybe DM. Right. Well, I feel like a lot of guys have that. Of no? course. Right. But that's... That's where I'm like on his side. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to do the spring cleaning that she's looking to do. I wouldn't want to have her over my shoulder. Like, okay, undo that one. Right. Undo that one. Let's go through them. I'd be like, that's a little like, that's a lot. That's a lot. And again, but I can also see her being like feeling a little weird about it. Totally understand feeling weird because again, you know, these are especially there's no way of knowing what the thoughts in his brain. Right. We don't know if he's in the most happy relationship he's ever been in. And these are just people to look They're about at. They're to get married. 
They're about, well, yeah. I'm just saying, you yeah. know, they're about to get married at a courthouse. They're not even inviting their friends and family. Uh, no. So you agree an expensive <laughs> wedding is important for showing how much you love someone. That's right. Money <laughs> equals. So, yeah, but, you know, she's looking at, you know, it. it, it, it is like. Yeah, they're just. I, well, it's interesting that she's leveraging the fact that they're about to get married. Is like, okay, now no, it's time, time to clean house. Time like, to get I've, rid of all those old t-shirts. Yeah. yeah. Well, I could. It's like think about it in a non-digital way, mm-hmm. right? Like maybe you've got in the olden days, you'd have a Rolodex of all your old dates or sure. something, where she'd be like, "All right, we're getting married." Well, they. I mean, <laughs> there were movies where they would like burn the little black book. Yes. You know, that was part of, like, that right. was kind of like a cliche type of thing and throw it away. Well, or there's they... something to that. It's like, are you here? Because if you're here, like, let's be here. Yeah. And, but this is where I go into the, you know, what I was saying about, like, we don't know if he's so happy and these are just fantasies. Right. You know, but also your fantasies can be for the people that are working to put out fantasy. That's, yeah. you know, the people with big followers. That's what I'm are saying. Follow those in people. the career of fantasy. Not 1,700 of them either. Nah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and you can search for those people. And then it's like, you know, but if, if I was him, I'd be like, okay, you're going to be, are you going to have a problem if I search out these people to go to my fantasy land? You know, like, I'm, and some people, right. this sounds gross to hear, but I'm like, let's live in reality. You either live in reality well, or you don't. Well, it's like you watch porn, right? You watch porn. So this is like, but again, this is the difference between porn and this to me is this is, Public, I can. I it's yeah. like leaving your big box of porn in the living room. <laughs> it's you know what I mean. Well, <laughs> to me, Instagram social media is more like Maxim magazine. You know, sure. so a Victoria's Secret catalog, right? <laughs> of sorts. Right. So it's like, you know, people used to joke back in the day, the Victoria's Secret catalog. Oh, you soft, know, softcore porn, softcore yeah. porn, yeah. and then they, you know, it's. But it, I mean, if you really want to be grossed out, everything is porn to men. Sure. <laughs> So, like, yeah. if you really want to have a moment of going, the, knowing the monster you're dealing with, like, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we really thought about it, no one would post anything online ever. Right. If you really thought about gross. it. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> if you really put a couple thoughts into it. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but I, I think I think it's fair for her to say, like, and maybe be a little vulnerable about it. I know we met because you messaged me. And I, the fact that you're still following all these girls, a lot of them just like regular girls, just like me, makes me a little anxious that you one day will be doing that or you're you're still doing that. And it's not that I don't trust you, I assume, assuming she does, but it's also kind of public and it makes me feel a little icky. Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to think of how I would take it. If someone you know, said that to you, would you just unfollow a bunch I would of those unfo- people? I, well, you know. You could follow 1,600 instead of 1,700. <laughs> What's the number here? Right. I mean, even negotiating it makes it annoying. You know, like I, I could understand from the other side of like, mm-hmm. and also it's like, I, listen, every day I'm scrolling through, I'm like, how am I, fo- who is this? Right. And I do have a moment. And then in his defense, I'm going, who is this? Oh, and I just keep going. And I don't unfollow. You right. know what I mean? Like I, I just keep going. You don't want it to be a proactive clean out. You want it to be like a reactive one, if so. What do you mean? Well, she's like, sometimes they'll pop up and he'll unfollow them that way. Right. That makes sense to me because sometimes I'll go, what am I still doing here? You know, it's like I'm at last at the party. I'm like, it's weird that I'm even following well, it's still. Also like, and knowing that someone else that someone else cares. I think the fact that someone else cares would be the motivation in my mind for yes. being more active with the unfollows. Yeah, I guess, you know, I guess for him, he's what sucks is that 
if he, you know, there's people he'll go, well, we went to college together. You know what I mean? And, and there's like. Well, does she follow you? <laughs> well, if she doesn't follow me, that, yeah. that would be a thing where I'd be like, what are you doing here? Right. What are you still I mean, that's kind of here? my thought process. It's like, you're not friends. She doesn't follow you. I would say to him, get it under a thousand. Well, you just you just said you were anti like the number like being about the number. No, the number makes it better because it's not. If you say to him, "Get it under a thousand, then it's like he's done something and he's worked towards it. And I'm right. and and also to unfollow seven hundred people that doesn't just you take know, that's an a afternoon. Day. <laughs> Right. Get some snacks. What'd you guys do this weekend? Well, Jason <laughs> had a lot of unfollowing to do. Jason took an Adderall and unfollowed <laughs> seventeen hundred people on Instagram. <laughs> Seven hundred people, so many. Yeah, I think you, you got to see it go down. I the number I think helps it. Now that I'm thinking about, it. I think to her it would be like it's the whole thing to me with a lot of these things. It's like if it really doesn't matter to you, and it matters to yeah. me, then just do it. Yeah. If it yeah. matters to you to keep looking at these people, then like that's a discussion we should have. I think, be, <laughs> but I, I agree with you. But I'm just thinking in the human aspect. Being told what to do, no one wants to be told what to do. Right. I think that's the big thing. That's the big thing. Yeah. And 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 again, she has to admit. And I think what you said is so true. Like the vulnerability aspect of like, hey, we met this way. <laughs> you know, right. like this is why. Yeah. I'm down this road right now. And I think that's fair. That's fair. And if you said, just get under a thousand and I'll stop looking. Like if you said, yeah. if it was said that way, I would go, all right. You, you know, it's to, like, you know. You have to like, do Marie Kondoing of his, of his Instagram. Right. Now does you'll bring, know. Does this Instagram model bring me joy? <laughs> <laughs> he says that to his own penis. <laughs> if you're like me and shudder at the thought of low rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins multi-active cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins multi-active cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP. UUP with promo code UUP, Clarence.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Let's do some awkward sex. You ready? I'm ready. UUP at Betches.com. If you're wondering about the email, that's the email we use, UUP at Betches.com. Keep sending them in. This awkward sex story, a doozy. Quite the doozy. I have a pretty disgusting, awkward sex story that made me lose my sex drive for close to a month. Well, thank you for bringing it to, <laughs> to everyone a, else. Yeah, to us. <laughs> Doozy. Um, I was casually hooking up with a guy I met on a dating app, and he asked to come over one night in the middle of the week after I had traveled 12 plus hours. I was exhausted and jet lagged, but I still agreed. 
I was immediately annoyed when he came over because he was clearly tipsy and being very obnoxious while I just wanted to get some sleep after a long travel day. We started having sex, and while I was on top, he said he needed to go to the bathroom. I assumed he had just, I assumed he had just had to pee, and I told him he couldn't because we had only one condom. So if he took it off, we couldn't keep having sex. Truly the eight nights of Hanukkah here. Right. You better be careful. <laughs> right. Uh, I got back to business, and then after a few moments, he more urgently said, I have to go. <laughs> So he gets up to go to the bathroom and immediately starts having explosive diarrhea. Oh, my God. He is not shy about letting it absolutely rip. And my bathroom door is only a sliding door so I could hear every second of his volcanic eruption. I laid there horrified, not knowing what to do. I mean, this is like, what do you even? They're just in the bath. I feel bad for him. (laughs) 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 Maybe the first time you'd feel bad for him. Let's continue. Okay. I think. <laughs> he came out of the bathroom. Because I can see how that would be a stressful thing. You gotta go. Gotta you can't go. can't control that. You're giving up the one condom. Right. Uh, he came out of the bathroom, laid back in bed without washing his hands, to which I commented on, and he shrugged it off and still did not wash his hands. I mean, he pulled gross. my comforter over us, started kissing me. I'm back. <laughs> I immediately yelled at him to get me out from under his poop blanket because I just knew there were poop particles floating around and being trapped under his blanket. I went to the bathroom and used about half a can of air freshener to attempt to cover up the rancid smell. I also forgot that before I left on my trip, I had less than one fifth of a roll of toilet paper in my whole apartment. One ply, so it wasn't very efficient. And I was mortified to find that he barely used any of it. Okay. She's... She is really an accountant. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Didn't use a lot of toilet paper. <laughs> She's measuring I see. the, th- the right. thickness. It was five centimeters before, and now it's still there. Really? Yeah. Not a good wiper, are we? I just knew he had a poopy butt, but his, this naked man was already making himself nice and cozy in my bed. I thought he would definitely leave after exercising these demons out of his butt, but he clearly had no intention to leave despite his stomach issues. As we were going to sleep, I drew an imaginary line in the middle of the bed and clearly instructed him to stay on his side in hopes of keeping that poopy butt as far away from me as possible. I mean, in my mind, that would be, if I were him, that would be my cue Time that I'm no longer super welcome <laughs> no. in the bed. Here's an imaginary line. line. You don't cross this. So I'd be like, okay, I'm going to go home. Yeah. Right? I... I I don't know. We fell asleep. My peaceful and my peaceful slumber was interrupted by this most putrid smelling fart I have ever come across in my years. Why is she talking like she's? Uh, this is an old in like fairy years, tale. Right. Yeah. In all my years of sleeping with the opposite sex, no poopy butt has ever farted in such a way. <clears throat> It was the middle of the night, and once again, he headed for the bathroom to go for round two of explosive, earth-shattering diarrhea. I laid there mortified and pretended to be asleep because, once again, I did not know what to do. I heard him rummaging through my apartment and prayed that he was leaving. But a few minutes later, I got to hear the round number three of him ruining my toilet. I still pretended to be asleep, and I was greatly relieved to hear my apartment door shut and Mr. Poopy Pants was finally gone. I was thrilled to finally be able to sleep uninterrupted and spread out past my imaginary line when, my, to my horror, I realized my bed was soaking wet. 
I leapt out of bed, carefully inspected what bodily fluid was on my bed, and came to the conclusion that it was piss that had my bed totally soaked through. Who potty trained this 30-something-year-old man? I ripped everything off my bed and went to the bathroom to see that barely any of my toilet paper was gone. So after three rounds of eruptive <laughs> defecation. Three measurements. Right. He, would, he had barely wiped his ass. I was so completely repulsed by this experience that I lost my normally very high sex drive for around three weeks. I had no desire to masturbate and found no man attractive, <laughs> which turned out to be somewhat of a relief because I felt free from the burden of my usual dating woes. He didn't apologize until two weeks later by leaving a drunk voicemail. And to this day, my friends constantly bring up the legend of Mr. Poopy Pants. Eventually, my sex drive did resurface, and I'm back to the curse of being attracted to men. Thanks for all you do, and I can't wait to hear the names for this one. Sincerely, I can't come up with any more ways to describe diarrhea. What do you think of this, Jordana? Okay. I think this went on too long. She should have been She should have been like, you should go home a little more explicitly. This is the least empathetic person that's you ever written in this podcast. But I also, I, I'm on his side. What do you this is like when you see like a movie told from the like the bad guy's perspective and you're like the bad guy had a couple points here you know like oh, it's like karate I th- kid I was, I was thinking that after the first part when the, you know i get it you mm. gotta go he mm-hmm. has an issue okay he didn't wash his hands whatever go home well <laughs> here's here i actually have empathy I think the third time makes me even more empathetic to him. He's not saying anything. I'm so sorry. This is so embarrassing. Can I? She's measuring his wipes. (laughs) But I mean, he has no shame. Well, here's the thing. You can't be jet lagged, 12 hour flight and then go, fine, come over. And then he comes over ready to party. And you're like, oh, he's a little tipsy. This is ready to party. Well, (laughs) Well, he comes in with an attitude of like, we're down to fuck. I got a little, got a few drinks in me. Like, don't have him over in the first place. She writes, sure. she opens the email being like, I'm a little jet lag, but fine. And then gets annoyed with him for even being, t- she said, I'm annoyed at minute one that he's tipsy. It's like, you are not up for whatever's about to She's come. She's down for a more chill evening, not <laughs> filled with, with extreme shitting. These are two people in different. her bed. Well, I agree. See, this is the thing. I think it's, sex is gross. It's dirty. It's not it's, as gross. It's not as, as, as gross as it this. Don't but scare I'm saying, people. It's some not of this wouldn't for the be. Out there. I, <laughs> this is what happens every time. This happens every time. I'm diarrheaing everywhere. No, I. But I'm saying she wouldn't notice half of like she wouldn't notice how much he wiped or whether he washed his hands or not if they sure. were on the same kind of level. Fine. In this scenario, she and wasn't into it. She's not into it from to begin with. So like. You know, they can both say something at some point like, hey, this isn't our night. Like, I, well, I, I, I think, think she's I not agree. taking enough of the responsibility. I do agree that she should have said that after he came back from the first thing. And she was like, all right, this is like I wasn't really that into this in the beginning. Mm. I think instead of the, the imaginary line thing is weird because I feel like if I were him, I would have gotten the hint. But if sure. I were her and that didn't work, I would have been like, I think maybe you should just go home. It seems like your stomach's upsetting you. Right. I mean, when you... Don't have to wipe after explosive diarrhea. That means you're legitimately sick. Like I've, but he, I mean, let me, let me anything. If that's if she had said, but you and don't he, want, you're, he's embarrassed. But he gets just get back in the bed, rips an enormous fart, and then <laughs> he's, he's like, drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, he had a she bad should treat meal. this guy like he's an actual dog with no sense of like sure. shame or like 
control or like Can we hygiene. agree it's a little bit in the middle? I find it's a little <laughs> bit in the middle, but I, 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 and right. I agree she should have said, she shouldn't have invited, had him over and she should have said after the first time. I have to say, smell going into a bathroom, it's funny because there's like it's such a thing with girls like going on vacation with a guy for the first time yeah. or going somewhere for the first time and they're like, well, where am I going to go take a shit? Um, <laughs> it's like a bit, you know what yes. I mean? Because it is an anxiety. And you know what? I Part of me is like, you know, you should be able to be yourself and do whatever you need. But part of me is like, there's nothing that's really like that, like as big of a turnoff. And I say this from the opposite sex too, walking into the bathroom and it just has a smell and you're just kind of like, this just is putting me in a whole different mode. I'm like, different I get vibe. it in a sense. I walk in after a dump and I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe it's maybe it's because we're so turned off by it sure. that we um, would assume guys would be as well. <laughs> oh, you want to yeah. bottle it. That pasta primavera really oh did God. a number on her. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I, I, I feel bad for him because he definitely was sick. Fine. That's the only thing. But... If you, if and being he's pissing sick out of his asshole, and that's why there's no wipes, and she's hovering why over. Why is he going, trying to make out with her? You're when not he gets using back in the bed? toilet paper. Huh? <laughs> I don't think they're a match. Definitely but not. But <laughs> I also think, if again, I think he did this too many times. Too many times. Uh, but also, she could have the third time. Hey, do you want some emodium? You know, like, hey, I got. Are you like, okay? Are you okay? Do you need to go home? Instead of like fucking Mr. Boopy Pants, I'm stuck right, in his boopy drawer. Fact that she let him. <laughs> She let him there. Again, I think he's more to blame than her, but I agree maybe she could have been a little the bit The only reason I don't think he's more to blame is because he was an invited guest. Was for, he or was he inviting himself over and she was like, fine? Well, I guess to me, I'm like, that they have an established, you know, hookup hook up thing. thing going sure. on. So like he's doing what they've done in the past. This is what casual means to him. <laughs> Just him we in the always say, uh, uh, "Are you okay in there?" Yeah, I'm okay. He's sweating, uh, sweating profusely. Tries to make out with you as soon as you get back. I'm back. <laughs> Kisses her on the forehead. How you doing? No, no. What'd you name this one? Um, I call she named to me. She named it right in her email. She called it the Legend of Mister Poopy Pants. I don't think he deserves a nickname. <laughs> Justice. You know, you're you're defending this guy to the extent that I'm feeling like you've had a similar situation. I have. I've been in that situation where you're like, holy you're shit, like, I gotta fucking shit I my am pants. Mr. Poopy Pants. I, this was about me. Sorry, Linda. Okay. I don't yeah. handle spicy food really well. You didn't have to write into my podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> I live in fear of the day that you guys sneak one in on me. An awkward sex was like, later oh, and then he was, yeah, then he was like huffing and puffing and he came in three seconds. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Who is this? Don't worry. We, uh, we vet all the emails to right. make sure that that's not. The I had some, or Maddie had some names stink in the sheets, shit or get out of the bed, improper pooper. I had some different names. Let's hear it. Jet lagged Lucy. Okay, so you're putting these on her. Yeah. Okay. He's getting now. He gets some names for the brunch table. No empathy, Emily. <laughs> I'm sure that would go over really well with the bros. Right. <laughs> Dougie diarrhea. That's for him. Okay. I don't know. I just like the name Dougie diarrhea. No empathy, Emily. Okay. Stomach stew. Um, 
tossing and turning all night. Okay. I and but that would be sung. And I was tossing and turning, tossing and turning song? all night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't know that song? Is that a real song? Oh yeah, up all night. You never heard that song? Maybe I have, and I just didn't get it from your singing of it. Tossing and turn, tossing and turning. Hold on, by Bobby Lewis. Yeah, I love it. I heard that one. Maybe it's before my time. It definitely is. <laughs> was tossing you know and turning. Maddie, you know the song? And okay. Maddie doesn't know the song. It's not I by don't, I don't know the Kesha. Song. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I I used to wake up in the morning. Kesha's uh, also kind of old. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Fair. It's not, it's not by Madonna. Yeah. She doesn't know this song. I don't know that one, but I'm sure for those the listeners who do. I was farting and shitting, farting, shitting all night. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH-balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, 
timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, so you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. Let's do another email. Okay. Jared and Jordana, you keep me sane during the work week, making me laugh constantly. I've seen Jared live and highly recommended to everyone out there. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I agree. Great Preach. show. Preach. I'm writing in t- regards to your episode on June 13th. You discussed a listener email where a man was willing to hang out and have fun, do all the relationshipy things, but ended the relationship because he couldn't see a future. Jordana mentioned over and over how women don't do this, that men are always dating to have fun, then end a relationship due to a fear of marriage commitment. I'm ashamed to admit it, but I'm writing in because I'm actually one of those few women who act like a man in dating. I've had four year long relationships. Is it, she's had four year long relationships or four year long relationships? I think it's four year long because she hyphenated year long. Okay. So four individual year long relationships where I do all of the serious dating things, meet the parents, go on trips, say I love you, et cetera. And then I'm always the one to end it because I don't end up seeing myself with that person forever for one reason or another. The men I've dated always catch feelings faster than I do. I've genuinely cared for each guy and hate ending it, but I always get cold feet. I'm 27 now and starting to get frustrated with myself that I keep wasting not only my time, but other people's time as well. I know I'd like to be married and have a family at some point in the next phase of life. Is it me who is the problem? Am I being selfish being in these relationships only to have them end? Or have I just not found the right match? Would love your take and had to let you know that not only men get cold feet. Help. Now, I, again, we when we speak in generalizations, mm-hmm. like, I this doesn't, I understand that women could do, be this right. way too. Yeah. This is, you know, like I'm I, not speaking in absolutes. I'm saying generally. many, many a time from no, what and, I experience. And yeah. to me, that's kind of why, like the way it's all, honestly, I'd be, I, to me, this email, I'm like, I wouldn't be so hard on yourself. Right. You, these were year long relationships. And you're, you're now 27. So I can imagine you started doing this at 24, 23, 23 yeah. you know, whatever it is. And, and I would also say, you were dating. Like, yeah. I, I'm in defense of this person. When you go a year with someone, you're taking them seriously. It's not like you're going with them, oh, I didn't even think of that. Like, yeah. she is thinking of those things. I agree. I don't think she did, the way what she's describing means she's done anything wrong. No, and th- and this is like a message to like men out there too. Mm-hmm. If you, Just because you're in a year with someone doesn't mean you're in 50 years with them. Especially... When I think the age and the context matters so much. If you're 23 years old and you're dating another 23 year old for a year, I don't think anyone's like, you wasted my prime years of like, I could have been out. You know what I mean? There is a difference in dating people at different ages and what you owe to them. I do think, I do believe that. That's fair. Yeah, I agree with you. And if you're dating someone your age, Mm -hmm. you know, like. But she doesn't say how old the people she was dating are, but I think that that's an important thing as well. Totally. Like, you know, if someone. And, you know, I I don't know how this sounds, Mm -hmm. but I don't believe it to be something mean. But I'm saying like, you know, 
if you date someone who's, if, if I'm 37 and I date another 37-year-old woman, it is forefront in my mind that they are probably looking to like uh, not do right. all the, they're not, there's no games to be played. And I'm not saying I'm going into things thinking about games to be played, but I am thinking of their time at the forefront of my brain. And that's a reason that I would back away from it quicker. If you weren't interested. If I wasn't interested. Or you knew you weren't going to be interested in something longer term. Right. Sure. Or I wouldn't be taking my my time. Right. You, you know? wouldn't be meeting the parents if you didn't see it going somewhere. Right. Sure. And also I wouldn't be, let's see. Do you know right. what I mean? Like I wouldn't, yeah. be, even to make it less, you know, sometimes this sounds like I'm like, I hope this doesn't sound like I'm saying like that they're old. I'm saying it's more that I am making assumptions for them, but I'm also like, I wouldn't feel comfortable going through at my pace. Right. Knowing if I wasn't like totally just like my world changed. And that might be scary for someone who's of that certain age to hear. But that also means that's also has to do with my age. I'm 37. And and also like I have no kids. I haven't been married. Those are things that I would like in my life. You know, if you're dating older and you're, you know, the guys in their 50s and you're in your 50s and you have kids and you're in another part of life. That's a totally different thing as far as pace is concerned. So, right. you know, for this person, the pace of the person on the other end and who, what you, and you have to take that into account. Like, yeah, she's saying in all these, you're saying in all these different scenarios, like what was the pace of the other person? Totally. Yeah. And that's their pace. I think is when, if you don't take their pace into account, you're being rude. And I've done that. I, right. I, you know, where I've been, you know, it's all about me. And then you go, oh, shit, they have a pace that I have to acknowledge. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I agree with that. But I think that, like, the, the fact she's saying she's now 27. Mm -hmm. So I'm, again, I'm assuming she's dating people around her age. Mm -hmm. And I think what she's done is actually the healthiest thing you can do is totally. to be in multiple, not extremely short, but not extremely long-term relationships to find out what you like and what you don't like. I think that's sort of, like, the ideal way to date. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And she's realizing her own pace. Yeah, she's going. I've been in four year long ones. Maybe you won't go a year long the next time. Maybe you're going to go six months because you realize it quicker. Right. Maybe you're going to go. Well, this feels different than the rest. So I'm staying past a year. Yeah. Because like, now, you know, again, you've had the experience of saying that felt good. That didn't feel good. I, and it is interesting because I, I think this could be taken. And I, I, I hope it is as a defense of the guys that do this. You know, like, I mean, it's a defense of me. You well, know, like I, 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 you know, it can happen both ways. Not and, quite. No, I'm okay. just kidding. No, <laughs> no, no. no, I think it, I think it can. Um, I mean, and yeah, I guess if you think about it and usually I feel like it's not like one year or maybe mm. it is, I don't know. I've been, you know, 10 right. month yeah. I've done the, I've done the 10 month thing where I go, yeah. I've enjoyed And, but in 10 months you do meet the parents. You do, right. you do go on as the date to the wedding. You do right. go to the vacation on a weekend and you go, Oh, okay. and yeah. and I think when I look back at my life, where I go, maybe what I would have changed is, um, maybe looking back, I'd be like, maybe I wouldn't have done the let's see how this goes. At what point? I don't know. Because you have to start with let's see how this goes, otherwise no one would date anyone. Right. Right. I, I don't know. You I need I, a little I, bit of that in the beginning, but it's more like. I'm stuck on that now personally. I think it's more like the more you've dated, the more you know how this goes. Totally. Quicker, right? Yeah. So like your first boyfriend, maybe you dated for three years and they weren't the right person for you, but you knew 
you know, but there was no sense of, of time, timing going on. And so, but now you, then now you have that. I would imagine every, every subsequent relationship should get shorter because you would know sooner if you're the one who's doing the breaking up. Fair. I, yeah. And, And you, and I was just, as you were saying that, I'm thinking like how many times I'm like, I would never go on that trip again. (laughs) <laughs> you know like oh ain't doing that one yeah. again ain't gonna make that to mistake and, know that well this yeah. also comes back to beware of vacations holidays and global disasters that require a quarantine yeah you know like this is back to that point of or why did it end now well i can give you 17 because they were in the relationship before when they went on the mm-hmm. vacation and then they realized they were in it more than they wanted to be and they had to take stock right. of the situation. So, Which if, is a good thing for you. Which is a good thing. So when someone says, well, I don't get it, I'm blindsided. Don't be so blindsided. Right. Like this person, you know, they're probably going to end things before meeting the parents of someone they're not sure about. Like I would do that. Yeah. And for this time around or right. next time you're around you again, you have the experience of those other four relationships to say, okay, I know that I don't like that. I don't need to like... Tr- try it out and see like I already dated someone like that I know that's I'm not into that well and sometimes you get lucky because you go well I went on the trip it was great I went and met there it was great and then things rolled along and that's the hard part also is like because I'm like you know personally and we get into this on mm-hmm. kind of you up with benefits a lot where I go I'm saying no to certain things that would get me to know the person more out of a little bit of fear of going, well, I don't want to do that again. Well, what you, know? you don't want to do is have someone paint you as the bad guy or in the, like the, the fear that this woman has who's writing in. Like, I yeah. don't want to be that person who feels like they're taking advantage of someone else who's more invested than I am. And I yeah. think that I understand that fear and I think it's a legitimate fear if you're not doing it intentionally. But it sounds like you are and it sounds like this writer, mm-hmm. who's this listener who's writing in also is she's yeah. just but just the idea that i think that you're thinking about it or you're noticing your own patterns and trying to make different decisions based on those patterns is like already a few steps ahead of someone who's just keeps on doing what they're doing and doesn't really give a shit totally agree and also let me just give her you know the male i've never had a guy go and she wasted my time you don't hear that. Well, a lot. that's the benefit yeah, of the, being the, her. Yeah. is that I think that is true for you know. What Free I mean? yourself right. of the guilt, right? You know? like, There's you're not running against a man running against his own ability to conceive. Yeah, you don't hear that a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I just can't believe my childbearing you years. took away yeah. my twenties. <laughs> like yeah. it's just you know that you're you're less destructive, right? That's the perk. That's of the being perk. in that sense. Yeah, the perk of being a lady. <laughs> You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. 
Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Leaf Fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's play some games. You ready? Okay, ready. UUP at Betches.com. Today's Red Flag or Deal Breaker game is brought to you by Faux Pas. I want to bring a faux pas with me. To France? To France. <laughs> faux pas, France. Matt, Maddie's really been teaching you well about all that. Yeah. Say, she just, basically, it's like, say less of the word. Yeah, you got to say less of the word. <laughs> Antibes. You gotta, ante. <laughs> You're just ends with ns. <laughs> That's how they got the... I mean, we did have a... The, the post-Austin show, there was a little bit of an argument of how to say con. Oh, yeah. I think you con. said... Can? 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 Con? How do you say it? Con. Con. Cans. Cans. <laughs> Which what? Who's? Where's the bus to cans? That's going to be me. I once said the Louvre wrong and I got made fun of a lot. So oh. now I'm, I'm never going to do the, the, uh, the RE. You're the done. Any word. Any <laughs> French word. What's that? <laughs> Just a lot of pointing there. Yeah. That's what I do on menus when I can't pronounce like the name mm. of the wine. I'm like, I'll have that one. Third that. from the bottom. <laughs> Like you, know, you know, and then they're like, you know, the one, yeah. that one, and then they say it and you're like, yeah, exactly how I said, said <laughs> exactly. it to him earlier. Just like I said. <laughs> yeah. Do you do that too with the yeah, wines? Of course. Okay, Point of the menu. I'll have this one. I'm like, I'm not going to embarrass myself by trying. I'll have, well, it always sucks when you bring someone on a date and you're like, oh, you want to do a bottle of wine or something? Right. And they're like, yeah. And you're like, I guess I got to say this one <laughs> right. now. As you can see yeah. here. <laughs> Did you bring your glasses, sir? Yeah. <laughs> So just in time for summer, there's a new canned cocktail. It's made for Betches by Betches, and it's ready to drink, so you can bring it wherever the group text takes you next. They come in four delicious flavors with a Betches twist and beautiful, vibrant packaging. I wish I could bring a faux pas to front. If you check a bag, you can just toss it right in there. Throw it in there. Yeah. It would look great in yeah. the south of France. Exactly, especially if it doesn't accidentally open and cover all your clothes. <laughs> Everything's <laughs> It'd be sticky. Look great all over your- vibrant packaging it's gonna look good but it tastes even better and of course they're best served cold like a k-tex i it is the drink of the summer you Guys, should be proud you're making people's thank you. summer with this drink. they're so good at our live shows they always sell out immediately people yep. love them if you guys haven't tried it yet get out there check on drizzly anywhere you get your alcohol love it so j and j red flag or deal breaker you ask him to hang out on either wednesday or friday of the coming week he says he can't on Wednesday because he's going to a concert, but he can on Friday. He gives you the name of the band and you look it up to see what kind of music they play. Yeah, sure. Okay. And you notice that the band actually played on the Wednesday of the previous week. Is it a red flag or deal breaker that he lied about the date of the concert and that is already passed? Do guys not realize that the band's schedule is online? LOL. For context, this is a second date. Sincerely, Little White Lies. What do you think? Not a deal breaker. You have to lie in the beginning of dating. You have yes. another date. Yes. That is what I would do. This I person's would out completely there. lie. Yeah. What are you supposed to I actually have another date that night with someone else? Like it's it, respectful to lie it, in the it, beginning of dating. Absolutely. I think. This this was a respectful lie yes. that he did stupidly. Yes. I mean I he don't didn't fully think it through, I guess, but also, it's not like he's like, I can't go out tonight. I have a concert. And then you find out the concert doesn't she exist. She said Wednesday or Friday. And he right. goes, I'll do Friday. Yeah. And then you're like, well, what's on Wednesday? And he's like, oh, I got a concert. Or I don't know. Or he said, I'm Friday because I got a concert. Yeah. 
And what concert? He didn't think the second right, question yeah. was coming. Yeah, this is. And then you go look it up, and let it's her like, have it, right? Yeah. <laughs> but also, maybe he should know that this is who you are. <laughs> right, I would want to know. You. Yeah, right. I like that she turns it into him being crazy. She's like, oh god, oh. do guys not know the concert schedule's online? Lol. <laughs> guys, not know that I'm gonna stalk every single single thing you've said, and then zoom in on the pictures in the right. background of every place you said you <laughs> you might be at. This is one of those scenarios that I hope he's right. Like right. where she catches him and she's like, it was last week. And then he's like, well, they rescheduled. Oh, yeah, due and to then COVID. she looks like the lunatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's right. like all their mothers died. It's, so they rescheduled, it's, it's, you asshole. <laughs> 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 they yeah. did a tribute. Like, Ask me, I dare you. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's the second date. No one owes you anything. At all. Doesn't owe you a thing. I think it's much more respectful to lie than not lie. Agreed. I've had people, you know, hey, what do you, are you, I I got a text recently. Are you around the neighborhood? And I was like, are, are you going out to, what are you doing tonight? And right. I was like, I had another date and I go, I have a dinner I have to do. Tonight's not going to work. Right. That's it. How much do you honesty, well, right. How much honesty do you want? What are you eating? Uh, food. <laughs> Where? Where's your dinner? Well, <laughs> well actually, yeah. they're. Uh... It's uh, wherever she planned it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's do, we got a voicemail. All right, let's play it. And again, if you want a voicemail heard, if you want your voice to be heard on the U Up podcast, wow, like a real celebrity, yes. you can call in, okay? 212-589. You can be famous. That's right, your voice. <laughs> 212-589-8903. Let's hear the red flag deal breaker voicemail. Hi, J&J. I love the pod. I actually found you up after loving and relating to Jared so much as a guest on DST. Oh, cross um, promotion. <laughs> that being said, last time he was on DST, he said something that I actually disagree with, and it reminded me of a pretty red flag or deal breaker that I experienced. So he said he would never count someone out for their food preferences. And he was speaking in the context of allergies, which I agree with. However, there was this one time, third date, I made the plans, I chose the restaurant, I'm paying, I'm in. And it's this really nice steakhouse. She's paying. Um, Look at that. And he orders Japanese A5 Wagyu filet mignon, well done, and butterflies. <laughs> and I'm sure I have food preferences that are cringe. So in the moment, I'm like, okay, stop being a snob. Who cares? But I still make a joke like, well done, eh? And he doubles down. He's like, oh, yeah, I always order well done. How could you order it bloody? I even get my salmon extra well done. And I'm sorry, maybe you're listening to this and you're like, he's a jerk, but I'm Italian. I love cooking. I take my food really seriously. And in that moment of like, Secondhand embarrassment, yeah. I realized we're not a match. How am I going to cook and share meals with this person for the rest of my life? I'm out. I knew this person was either going to reference that they're Italian or from the Midwest. Does the it Midwest was, make you a food person? No, but they'd be like, we eat our steak rare. You know, Still like it was going to be a steak thing. <laughs> yeah. We just eat it right off the cow. It, um. Right. <laughs> We French kiss the cow first, and then we fuck it. Uh, then we eat it. 
like a real man. Um, also, the but I knew when she said Italian, I'm like, ah, here we here go. Nona sauce. I get it. Well, I can tell this listener that my husband, Michael, is Italian and mm. eats well done steak. Whoa. It's very embarrassing. Holy shit. Yeah, I know. What if they, so you, how do you get your steak? I get my steak medium rare like a normal person. Okay. <laughs> He gets it well done. We had a phase where we would try to share a medium. Sometimes we go out, we want to share. You got to get big steak, share it. Yeah. Get a medium. Medium, not well done enough for him. He always thinks they make it because they want to make it rare. And so they make it more rare. And then he made this statement. We're never sharing a steak again. Wow. That was a statement he made. We're never sharing. I'm like, okay, for the rest of our... Our marriage, you know, hopefully it's a long one. Sure. I guess we're never. Sh- it's over. All right. I was like, we that's, tried. That's all. Didn't work. <laughs> it's done. He was like mad. He's like, we're never sharing a steak again. I get that. I'm like, fine, we'll get two steaks. But I'm yeah. like, but you're the weird one here. It's not me. Like, uh, but it's an interesting. I, I I can't believe I'm getting called out from a di- from a diet. You thought you were safe in the different sick. in different universe, <laughs> right? I didn't think my words would be held against me here. Her story is interesting because there's a part that's a deal. I, I wouldn't, someone's food preferences, it's okay, we'll figure it out. I think that the way you and Mike figured it out is the way you figure it out. You tried. Not sharing work. anymore. He'll get a petite filet. You'll get a petite filet. You <laughs> yes. know, like that'll be, that's how we go on from here. Yes. It's the guy saying, I don't like when someone's like, I get it this way, so that means it's the right way. Is he saying that though, or is he like, I always get it this way? That was the thing. That's why I'm kind of in her message. There was a part where he was like, she did say that he was like, getting a rare is disgusting. You're not allowed to say that. Yeah. No, that's fair. When, especially when that's the more common way to get it. Right. Yeah. So, like, when you go, I get everything rare, I don't mind that someone gets everything rare. I mind if they're like, judgmental about it and and you do what and it's like i remember i i posted a picture of like hummus on a plate and someone's like yeah. oh what is that i'm like it's hummus they're like oh who eats that i'm like uh the world eats that right just don't say anything well it's funny when we were in austin i felt like everywhere when we were in austin only had cold brew no regular iced coffee sure all cold brew so i called downstairs and i'm like can you can i get a uh, an iced coffee they're like well we have cold brew i'm like well you do you have like regular iced coffee and they're like so he goes so you want weak coffee? I'm like, <laughs> that, that, that's insanity. Right. Like I'm now I'm like, I get, yeah, I guess I do. Yeah. You're Where making about my personality <laughs> right, now. Yeah, right. yeah. It's fucked up. You like a weak cup of coffee. I guess I do. That's I how know. I like yeah. it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love bodega coffee. Bodega iced coffee crushes it to me. That's like a water. Yeah. It's beautiful. I like an iced coffee. Cold yeah. brew is sometimes a little much for me. It's, I mean, I'm drinking the Starbucks cold brew that was in the fridge here, Betches. Is it Starbucks or is it Sean's Special Cold Brew? Sean's Special Cold Brew is very good. Yeah. This is not it. Okay. This is, <laughs> this ain't it. <laughs> also good. No, no, it's, it, I don't know. There's something. You like cold, you're a cold brew guy. I don't even know. You don't know. like weak coffee? <laughs> it's such an aggressive way <laughs> yeah. to respond to that. Well, yeah. I guess that that's similar to the, like, you like it all bloody. Yeah. And disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that either. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah, I hate that. I I also, it'd be deal breaker on that if they made their preference into, uh, I I hate anyone that does, I like chocolate, so fuck vanilla. Well, that's kind of what she did. Agreed. Right. <laughs> the deal breaker's for her. And if you bring up I'm Italian, so I'm somehow an expert. Right. I hate that too. Which we clearly just refuted with right. Mike, Mike's story. So. <laughs> 
It's just a galamad. <laughs> even the Ita- even the gelato place referenced a few weeks ago is clear is apparently not owned by Italians. The gelato place started many a DM. Oh my Anita god! Anita Gelato, they better give us some free fucking gelato. Seriously, because well, we got so many messages. Yeah, I mean, so many messages. I mean, I th- I must be. I didn't even realize it was that big of a thing until. The thing, but not only do people know it, but they know who the ownership is, right. which I thought was very weird. It's, I don't know the I don't know who owns any restaurant in New York City. No, and everyone seemed to know it's an Israeli-owned gelato place. Yes, that could be a Jewish thing. My grandfather used to do that all the time. Anything. Well, it reminds me of my big fat Greek wedding, where he's like, "When that was the Greeks." Yeah, the Greeks actually invented Windex or right. something. Whatever it was, <laughs> everything's a Greek. Yeah. yeah, every grandfather tells you who is what. Right. We, uh, did we talk about this? I think we like talked the, about off air. The Adam Sandler song was the the original. Oh, yes. You said that. We, talked, we said this um, off air. Basically, like Jews love saying, pointing out where other Jews are. Totally. And that was you know Adam Sandler really cornered the market <laughs> on that with the. With the Hanukkah song. Right, absolutely. Yes. The song isn't even about Hanukkah. It's just no. about naming Jewish people. And Jews love doing that. So yes. that's why Anita Gelato. I'm sure they're all like, oh, Israel. You know, everyone had to like correct. Well, I have to say, if they were trying to make it known that they were Israeli, I wouldn't have named my my Gelato place <laughs> Anita Del Mama Gelato. <laughs> I just to me, it's trying to just, sound a little Italian yeah, to me. Just a note. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Although very good gelato, so. Let's do one more. You ready? I'm ready. Faux pas or nah? Dear J&J, Red Flag or Deal Breaker, they still have gifts from ex-girlfriends displayed in their home. Backstory, my current boyfriend's ex bought him a piece to hang in his room. I knew that he did not buy this because it didn't look like anything he would ever pick out. Oh, it wasn't a bar stool flag? (laughs) Batteries are for the boys. Right. (laughs) It kind of stands out. I asked him where he got it, and he told me it was a gift. It has nothing to do with the ex, and no one would ever think anything about it if they didn't know. But it isn't okay for someone to still use or display a gift from an ex when they're in a new relationship. Love you two so much from a slightly jealous bitch. Um, I think it's fine. I think it's totally fine. I I think it's almost better for showing he's not like triggered by this ex relationship. He can still like see something that she got him every day and not be like, like, I hate that bitch. Like, you know what I mean? This is a way better way of looking at an ex to me than the other way around. Well, women, you're dating the, the product of the woman they dated before. Yeah. The guy, she got him here. She, she spruced him up. So you are getting a better version of a guy if you're getting someone that was in a relationship right. that ended. And then you, you can take it from there. You take it. From, <laughs> yes. Exactly. I think a lot of men get versions of women that were like, you know, kind of like we're, we're you know, dicked over by a dude. Yes. They, we we have to try to figure out how to, you know, work them through the ghosting that might have happened in yeah. the past. So I'm saying, to you know, to her, it's like, yeah, he's got a nice painting on the wall and it's not... You know, the two dudes carrying his drunk friend poster that you saw in every dorm room, you know? Yeah, I think it's fine. I think you could change it if you don't like it. But if you if it's just about the person, then like, I think that's a little much. If a woman walked into my apartment and was like, take that down. And I was like, what right. is it? They're like, from the axe? I'd be like, 
Relax. It's a little much. Yeah. Does the apartment look good? Does it look like it makes sense on the wall? That's the thing. It's that's not what like, I'm saying. If yeah. you don't like yeah, 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 yeah. it because you just don't like it, you don't think it looks good. That's one thing. I wouldn't make it about who gave it to them. It would annoy me if she was like, I have to make love while looking at it. And it's like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Get over it. Yeah. Well, it's funny what you said about like you find like the guy who got him here. And then, you know, thinking about my relationship, I'm like, who let you get away with this? <laughs> Or like, <gasps> who brought you who up? Allowed this behavior, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, you get that too, right? Then you, then you need to, you know, do your own training. So that's how she did it. Yes. You know, <laughs> get very judgy of the last one. Yeah. Well, that's it for today's red flag or deal breaker presented by Faux Pas Canned Cocktails. They are eight percent alcohol made with real vodka or real tequila, gluten free, and contain no artificial flavors. Or artificial friends, because we aren't into overcomplicating things. I mean, we've talked about faux pas, the drink of the summer. It's it's great. Everyone has their own favorite flavor. There are no bad flavors. They are so smooth. That's yes. the thing. I am half a can in. They really give you that the kick that you need for your weekend. Right, but like I, I mean, I, I, I'll all of a sudden I'll be like, I'll be shaking it, going, <laughs> I, 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 how did I drink that much? Because it's so it's smooth, very good. it's delicious. Yeah, exactly. it's, it goes down easy. Real natural flavors. It just, you know, it's a, it's an elevated premium drink, and it looks good in pictures. It looks fantastic. So, exactly. we solved dating again, Jordan. We did it. I'm so proud of us. We'll be back on Sunday with Patty Stanger is going to be a guest on the podcast. So we'll see you then. Bye. Boom. You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to youup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.